Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to another Crypto Maniacs podcast. Task. This is this is crazy. I don't think this has ever happened in the history of this podcast. We've had two guests in one week who are brand new to the show. Well, we don't have too many weeks where we even have two guests. So I don't. I mean, well, that, that we don't have too many out. weeks where we have one guest. <laughs> yeah. Well, we went through that stretch uh, tr- too, but. Uh, have we had? I don't know if we've had even but a handful of weeks where we had two guests. So no, yeah, it's, this it's is rare. Yeah. This is uh, certainly a, a unique week, and we also have guests on Tuesday. So that'll be three shows in a row that the uh, the audience is spared listening to just you and I. I know. Thank goodness for that. Um, this is this is a cool show, though. Let me explain. Um, this is a guy I've 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 known for years. Him and his partner I've known for years, and um, it's going to be nice to hear his story and how things happened. But uh, he's been a huge part of of our community, you know, since basically day one, and has built a thriving community of his own now, and just absolutely crushing it. So before we get into all that, I wanted to welcome a Chim. Welcome, Thanks. sir. Thanks the for Leone's having me. Team. And. Um, Dude, before before I just we'll we'll get into your story, man, because it's always good, I think, when we when we start these things to 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 let the guests kind of explain how they got into crypto and how they found Hive, basically. Um, so, mm-hmm. dude, the floor is yours, man. Let's see, let's you know, no pressure though, no pressure. Let's just your story, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I had the um, let's say uh, how long ago it was like 10 12 years ago i once had this stupid idea to try to earn money online <laughs> so i kind of uh, started with in one way i tried to write an ebook and then i didn't really work and then i got got caught in the how to promote the ebook and i i, I discovered uh, traffic exchanges <laughs> you probably know this one <laughs> I, I, and then I, I started to click and uh, pay to click and stuff like that. And um, well, it was a lot of lost time, <laughs> I have the feeling, because I, I created my ebook, but uh, yeah, nobody bought it. So it was... <laughs> Dude, the story sounds so familiar. I don't know why. I don't know why but... yeah. See, it, it's kind of like the story of New Year's Eve, everybody makes the resolution and joins the gym that they're going to get fit. Yeah. And by by Valentine's Day, you know, it's been three weeks since they've been to the gym. And there's millions of stories like that. So it's, it's like I, I think I think what he's talking about is the online story for online entrepreneurs. <laughs> it's all the same. Write an ebook, try to promote it. And three years later, you got nothing to show for. Yeah. And stories. The- 
the thing is that I was kind of stubborn, you know, so I didn't give up. So, um, then I, uh, one day I discovered Bitcoin because I was dealing with some uh, virtual currencies from Germany that were quite centralized and there was a huge inflation and, uh, uh, you could click for them and get and play, uh, like casino games and so on. And then I, one day I saw Bitcoin and, and I was like, whoa, that's so cool. And, um, I remember it was in, uh, in my mom's place. She was actually dozing. And I, I discovered that. <laughs> and then I uh, started to, to, to play these faucets. So I claimed from these stupid faucets uh, day in, day out. But at the time, it was funny because it was like free money and I never saw that, you know. So um, I, I earned more for this, from these faucets than from selling my ebook that nobody saw, bought. So, uh, <laughs> so then um, after a while, I realized, uh, well, maybe it would be an idea to to create such a faucet. So I started to uh, to get interested and I realized it wasn't that complicated and I created faucets and um, I run them. I distributed uh, Dogecoin, Litecoin, Bitcoin, Dash at the moment. I had a whole uh, series of, uh, of uh, faucets and it was quite interesting because at the time, the, nobody knew what it was and so I got uh, AdSense income, I got uh, referral income and it started to build up, you know, and um, uh, well, one thing leading to the next, uh, I <laughs> was uh, one day um, in a bookshop and uh, I, 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 the first book I ever saw about cryptocurrencies and I took this book and somewhere in the bookshop I found out about Steam. And I was like, oh, that seems so cool. <laughs> you can actually create content and uh, uh, earn something with that. And uh, at the time I registered for Steam and it took about three weeks till they uh, gave me the, the password so that I could join. And uh, well, uh, I've been hooked since. <laughs> it only so, took you three weeks to get your, your, your username yeah, from Steam. It was okay. quite a, a long yeah. time. You know, you had to kind of uh, confirm with your phone and then uh, you waited uh, and uh, uh, yeah, and at the beginning, uh, well, I made some posts and then there were all these uh, bid bots and so on until I understood how things were working. Uh, uh, and then I had uh, another idea was to actually um, promote all this stuff over the other things, you know, so I made uh, ads on uh, on my faucets about Steam and uh, I made, uh, I used traffic exchanges to promote my uh, faucets and so on mm -hmm. and uh, suddenly I had uh, huge downlines in these faucets and uh, I generated my first uh, passive income like that and um, well and uh, what shall I say, uh, it took uh, some time and efforts uh, to to get along with Steam, I I, earned, I think I started a bit later than you. Uh, it was in 2017 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we Task and yeah. I are 17. Yeah, I was I, just yeah. 2018, I think, a little bit later. Uh, and then I, I found out about CTP. And uh, so it was kind of, I remember this website from somewhere, you know, Click Track Profit. Uh, that's a totally different world. <laughs> and, I started to connect things and, uh, well, uh, it was uh, really, uh, we did a lot of things together uh, with CTP mm -hmm. and I was following your shows and uh, learning by doing and, um, uh, yeah, and uh, after a while I, I thought, yeah, it might be cool uh, if uh, to do something myself, you know, to create something and so mm -hmm. on. And first I created the uh, CTPSB together with you. 
Mm -hmm. and, um, I had this idea to of a tokenized uh, account. Uh, so actually, uh, we were uh, all the community was kind of participating, putting a hive together, and uh, after a period of time, we distributed the amount of hive in the form of uh, of um, of a token, the CTPSB token, mm -hmm. and uh, so you were kind of part owner of the account and. Uh, uh, whenever uh, creation rewards and author rewards and everything was uh, staked, and so the, the the token value was actually going up in time, and mm -hmm. uh, this has been going on for uh, yeah two and a half years, I think. And wow, <laughs> token started at one hive, now it's two point five, so uh, it's growing. <laughs> yeah. So and sorry. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, and uh, after. Uh, that, uh, well, I met a lot of people uh, in the CTP community and uh, we started to talk in the comment sections and so on. And uh, that's how uh, I met Zoltan. And uh, we were actually uh, throwing ideas around, uh, he and myself, uh, because we had a kind of similar uh, vision of uh, what are uh, about tokenomics and uh, ideas and so on. And uh, mm. then I had this idea with uh, Lyotes and I asked, are you interested? And uh, yeah, why not? And <laughs> that's uh, how we started. So the yeah, it, it's great you mentioned that because that's, that's exactly where I wanted to go. So you meet Zoltan, who's probably one of the top CTP holders out there. On yeah. top yeah. of that, you guys get this idea. So maybe explain to people that might not know what this is because if anyone you know has been around leo threads for the past couple of weeks they'll notice that the trending tag is <laughs> like <laughs> right so maybe a brief like you know you know obviously down the road how that came to be but like how how what what it is you know, yeah, actually, uh, the thing started quite simple, and uh, the more we advanced, the more we added, and the more complicated it got, and uh, we realized uh, <laughs> it was uh, actually not that easy to explain what it all was. So, uh, mm. in a way, we started a kind of uh, adventure, you know, uh, we uh, say, okay, we are going to discover a planet, and uh, if you want to come along this journey with us, you can actually buy mills on this planet that produce energy. And so we started to, uh, we had these mills and they were actually, there There still are uh, miners that you have on Hive Engine and people can actually buy them, stake them, and then they get uh, Lyotes energy. And so uh, every day they got energy and uh, they can sell them, they can, uh, uh, now we have a diesel pool where you can actually stake the miners with the token that you get so uh, and you can stake them indirectly and we have a reward pool that uh, rewards people when they uh, stake these tokens. Uh, we found some uh, collaboration for example with Rising Star so you, you can buy the, the the packs with the land tokens. Um, we also had a shop where we actually used uh, uh, Hive Engine token LEN to, uh, you could purchase NFTs, you could rent NFTs. The thing is, uh, we did this all manually because neither Sultan nor myself are coders. So <laughs> we have good ideas, but we have no idea how to realize them. So <laughs> it's always a uh, tricky. I so understand. We... <laughs> totally. we do maybe, maybe that'll be changing with the, the recent <laughs> AI where you just, 
draw a yeah, picture yeah. on John's pad and can scan it in there with your phone and they'll, they'll create a code and for it. That would yeah. be the, the dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so this shop worked quite well, but then, uh, so we were mainly renting uh, Splinterlands cards. We were selling uh, Alien Worlds cards on uh, Vax blockchain and so on. And uh, then Splinterlands uh, improved their shop, their rental system. And it was a kind of uh, not really necessary to go on with this shop. So we kind of stopped the shop because it was more work than anything else. Right. And um, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and so we try to create uh, an interaction. We try to create a kind of life. So we we uh, have a kind of uh, ranking of our uh, community. So every week we uh, make a mission, and uh, in this mission we ask a question. We ask. We set the challenge, and if people take part, they get like credits for this ranking. So this ranking is also done manually. <laughs> Every week, every day, everything. <laughs> so it's, uh, but it's a lot of fun, and we have like 350 people in the ranking now, and uh, mm. they, yeah, it's gamified interaction in a way, and uh, mm. we also upvote all their comments, we answer their comments, and and like that, we can also taste a bit uh, what they're interested in, what they are, uh, what they would like to have, and so on. And uh, so, for example, for us, it was quite easy, for example, to say, uh, okay, let's uh, use threads. Uh, everybody joined threads. And so everybody started to, to use the tag. And uh, so uh, and uh, we are quite conscious conscious with our tasks. So every day we go to upvote the, the, the posts, the threads that carry the Lyotis tag. And people realize, and that probably that's the reason why uh, it's trending for quite a long time now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, it, it has been, dude. I mean, it's been constant top 10, I think, for two or three weeks now. Um, yeah, and the know. funny thing is that I realized people are starting to use it that I've never seen before. So <laughs> they probably just realized, oh, free upvote there. <laughs> <laughs> so we give them from time to time an upvote, but we try to uh, yeah limit it so that people can't uh, game it all the time. <laughs> yeah. So... How like this is something I you know I mean one of the first things I noticed about you and Zoltan and this is you know if you've read any of my stuff you'll know I I think the same way you guys basically respond to pretty much every comment like it's there might be the odd like you know like here's a tipping thing and that's it and there's you know whatever but yeah engagement thing... was big yeah. You know. uh, I think uh, for us, uh, we realized when we don't engage, nobody answers either. So, <laughs> right, so right, uh, right. in a way, uh, yeah. For example, uh, in one of these missions, we had like 120 comments, and with ours, it came up to 250 comments. And it oh. takes a lot of time to answer them, but uh, yeah, you do one after the other, and uh, it's it's that and but if people take the like, the time to to write a comment and uh, the minimum is to acknowledge that uh, they, they gave a comment and uh, to try right. to give a meaningful answer and uh, the thing is people start to stick around when you yeah. when they realize okay they 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 care about what i say and uh, uh, so this is our philosophy with zoltan really to answer all comments if we don't miss a couple of them uh, from time to time uh, and mm -hmm. I think people appreciate and I, it's the same for me. If I go to give a comment and I don't get uh, an answer, uh, I won't go to comment again, I think. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Well, I, I know Task is a fan of that because he's always like, we need more people on Hive actually using threads. And, I, and you know, I think what Leotas is doing is great because that kind of fits what Task has been preaching about for, you know, oh, I don't know, yeah. ever. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, it's nice that, you know, when you live this culture in a kind of uh, community, people start to do it by themselves afterwards. They, they kind of get the habit of, uh, well, when I leave a comment, I get an answer. So I do the same. And uh, we see that we, we make a kind of uh, power challenge, Lyotis mm -hmm. power challenge. We, we follow the hive power of the top 90 people in the ranking. And uh, our growth is quite interesting. So every month for so far since the beginning of the year, we have increased by 25,000 hive power uh, oh, wow. in the community. So. Uh, already more than 100,000 hive power increase. <laughs> and, so you're, and, uh, you're talking like like the community itself. The community, yeah. Right, it's, uh, right, right, right. The, we are kind of 95 people at the moment. So that, uh, it, okay, if you calculate it down, uh, but it's motivating for the people to see, oh, mm -hmm. it's nice. And everybody is trying to grow and we try to incentivize it. At the end of the year, there will be a kind of pot where we distribute land tokens that we collect at the moment. and. Uh, uh, so a little additional incentive to what people should do anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic, man. I mean, I, I, I don't know about you, but I, I love hearing that, like someone celebrated getting to be a dolphin or someone's been on the blockchain for a couple of years and they've reached their goals and like little things like that, especially yeah. if you're seeing it on, on a, on a mass scale with a community. It's just, you know, it reminds me of Swarm Booster. You, you mentioned it. And I remember, was it last year or the year before, where we, you and I were so focused on, like, saying, okay, let's get people to Dolphin. Like, that's what we wanted. Mm -hmm. to, we wanted to see people in CTP yeah. get there. And it was just, it was amazing to see. Um, and like you said, maybe you can speak on that, like what it's like as a community to actually do something where everyone's seeing the actual results from effort. I, I think it's pretty motivating for the other people in the community because uh, they see the progress and they see, ah, oh, but people are aware of my progress. And uh, in the Lyotis ranking, we have different ranks. So it starts with the dust sweeper, then you become a windmaker, then become a, a Sirocco bender. <laughs> Uh, and uh, these ranks, and each time somebody reaches a rank, uh, we publish it in uh, in our uh, weekly uh, news uh, video, and uh, everybody uh, congratulates congratulates them and so on. And uh, uh, yeah, it gives a dynamic, and people feel much more part of it, you know. And uh, right. sometimes you have to take them by the hand; they feel less lonely. And uh, when you are a kind of uh, community where, and we try to be open for everybody, you know, so if somebody tries to join, we kind of explain them what Lyotis is and it's not easy. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, they often stick. And uh, so the funny thing is that from all the people who started with us at the beginning, uh, who started with our launch, uh, I would say 80% are still around, you know, and there are new people coming and, uh, yeah, it's nice. Of course, they are not only on Lyotis, they're also in different communities and so on. And uh, right. uh, we are, I think it's nice because sometimes you have to go outside to to see uh, how things are done, learn something, uh, evolve, uh, learn, <laughs> meet some coders or something. <laughs> and um, yeah. yeah. Beg, beg for people to program stuff. It's like, <laughs> 
complete transparency, uh, Tim and I were talking last week, and and he was he was uh, I was trying to get some information from you, and I asked you to write down exactly how to do something step by step because you know. <laughs> Task. When's this AI stuff coming out for the pro developer <laughs> stuff? Because well, uh, there's actually an open source. It's not very good. It was just released where you can go from text to picture. Uh, so I I posted on Leo Threads. Robert De Niro as Robin Hood, and it did a pretty good job of creating a De Niro in a Robin Hood outfit. Uh, next up, I don't know when it'll be released. Is uh, text to video. So. John, you won't have a worry in a, in a six months or 12 months. You, your, your work with Canva will be uh, can be transferred to this and you'll be able to do a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just yeah. creating infographics, you'll be able yeah. to create, create entire full-length films if you want. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking I, forward I mean, that, for that, the that's, coding part. <laughs> that's the cool thing about talking to you old-time internet fogies <laughs> is that uh, you really watched firsthand up front because you you John and 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 uh, were in there in the early days 20 years ago and even joining what you say 10 years ago Shim uh, there's been such a radical transformation from even 2010 in the internet, in the tools, in the communications, in, in you know, I mean, just look at this call. Uh, I, I think we're in three different countries right now. We're having a call that costs no money. Mm -hmm. and, and as I've said repeatedly, can you imagine if we tried to do this in the 1980s? John would have needed a telephone system with two lines, which he would have had to pay for, and conference call ability. Then he would have been paying long distance international charges on those two lines. Then once he recorded, because he would have needed recording software, which by the way, it would have only been audio. Then he would have needed to get it edited. And then he would have had to pay a company to distribute it to a hundred or 300 or 500 or thousand people. And now it's just like, I'll send you a link on restream. And you know, maybe there, there's a yearly fee for that. He yeah. downloads it using his laptop, which he does a bunch of stuff on or his PC. Uh, he edit it, ed edits it with probably either free or very, very inexpensive editing software. Uh, and then he uploads it for free uh, via, via Elon's uh, Neuralink network, <laughs> or soon will be. Um, and it's on 3Speak. And then it simultaneously goes out to all these podcasting apps. I mean, just it, it, it's just mind-boggling of what we're dealing with. And yeah. As they say, you ain't seen nothing yet. So it's up to us as people in cryptocurrency, as people in blockchain, to bring the experiences of, of being entrepreneurs, business mindsets. You know, I, I've been harping on Leo Finance because these people are actually bringing business building ideas to the table and, you know, talking about things such as revenue. What a concept, you know, a business that generates revenue. And, you know, that's going to be the Web Web 4, 3 essence is taking these protocols, building businesses on top of them that incorporate these values, if you will, you know, not the siloed system of uh, Facebook and, and, and Google and, and Twitter and whatnot, 
but these open source environments, these protocols, and then you have, and we use on Hive the term community, but then you create your business surrounding your community, which, oh, by the way, who's the owners of the business? The community. So mm -hmm. they're the, the, the consumers, they're the users, they're the, the acolytes, they're the marketers, and they're the owners. They're all in one. The thing is, uh, you have tools and uh, we are kind of discovering these tools, but the challenge will be to make them meet, make uh, bring ideas together and develop something new. Because, uh, yeah, the AI is great, but we haven't really discovered 5% uh, of what it can do and how we can help businesses and so on. And uh, this is the challenge. And, and yeah, that's why I, I was thinking uh, to learn to code. I tried about four times. and. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from from a couple of widgets, I didn't manage to do anything. <laughs> uh, and then I thought, yeah, I don't have to code. I wait a couple of years, and then the code will come, and it will be like plug and play. And uh, so I I just wait. <laughs> Hopefully, see, it, it it's, in, it's it's interesting, and and I don't know if you guys agree with me on this sentiment, but I think I think we have it backwards. And everybody talks about, well, what the future, what's the future learn to code? Well, mm -hmm. we're already seeing from some of this software, maybe there's not much of a future in coding. But even leaving that aside, there's a lot of people out there who can code. And if we just look at Hive, even if we look at cryptocurrency and blockchain in general, there's a lot of coders, there's a lot of technical people. But what's lacking is the they call me dance the people with the business experience, the entrepreneurs, the business builders, the people who look at this and say, and take a different approach and say, okay, these are tools. Blockchain's a tool. Blockchain is not the end. It's not the product. It's a tool. It's a way to get somewhere. Kind of like Brian of London has done with um, podcast, hmm. podcast, Podpink, excuse me, Podpink. He realized that this could be a tool that could be used as a base protocol for this revolution of the podcast and industry. And he was talking to guys who were actually at the forefront of that when it started, but they're entrepreneurial in spirit. And all of a sudden that union where Brian of London was able to produce this um, new ways of, of indexing podcasts opened up a whole new avenue, but he was dealing with guys who were entrepreneurs who understood and said, that's great. We can take that and use that as a basis for this podcast and 2.0 stuff we're, we're generating. So when people say learn to code, it's like, okay, I agree with that. But it seems to me, at least in blockchain and, and cryptocurrency, there's not a shortage of coders as much as a shortage of people with the business and entrepreneurial mm -hmm. and online marketing mindset and all this other stuff where they have the ability to look at some of this and say, I know how to incorporate this into a business model. And I know how to change this business model, incorporate that and make this successful. And we don't have enough of that because what comes from that is not everything will succeed you get a lot of failures, but it's through that experimentation. And John tries something and either succeeds or fails, but I'm watching. And I either can copy John if it's successful, or I look at what John did if he fails, and I might be able to add that idea and make it successful. And so not every idea is going to be successful, but the more that we try, the more we learn, 
The more we learn, the more we can apply going forward. And that's how you get growth. That's how you get expansion. And on Hive, at least, I don't think there's enough of it. We keep talking about the same things over and over and over again. And there's plenty of devs, but it's like, who's picking this stuff up and saying, okay, I'm not going to build a project. I'm building a freaking business. Hmm. Who's doing that? What, what I think is uh, what we have on Hive is that we have a kind of framework that we, we exchange the same tokens. We... Uh, create the same posts and so on. We should just try to use this framework to work together because, uh, yeah, maybe somebody has an idea, another has the coding abilities. And to bring these people together, that's what is lacking at the moment, I, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody does a bit in his corner and so on, realize that somebody is doing exactly the same thing uh, on the other corner. And uh, in a way, it's a lot of redundancy. And um, yeah, for example, uh, I saw the other guy, uh, I don't remember his name, but on tweet, uh, he tweeted out, ah, I just paid all my team in HPD in 30 seconds. I mean, we have such a great infrastructure that is there. I mean, I can work with guys in, in India, in Venezuela and so on. I can send them money. I, they can send me information. We can mm -hmm. have such talks and uh, uh, you don't need to have this physical uh, proximity anymore. So mm -hmm. you can actually build something uh, with, yeah, and and the good thing is on Hive we have this trust factor, you know. So you have a reputation, you know how much money they have in the in their Hive uh, account, and uh, mm -hmm. so you know that they won't jeopardize it uh, when it when they do something with you. So I think this is really interesting, and there is a lot of potential in in this, uh, especially for small businesses that have ideas that want to use this uh, infrastructure because. Uh, in my opinion, Hive is perfect for small businesses. Uh, oh. It's just not uh, used uh, <laughs> how it could yet, because uh, when you look at all the other blockchains, there is nothing that comes close to it, in my opinion, you know, in mm. uh, terms of transaction, terms of what you can do. You can, I mean, uh, you create a game on Hive, you can uh, write 20 posts about it uh, on the same blockchain with the same accounts, and people just... Uh, uh, find you uh, thanks to that i mean that's it's mm. amazing i mean when you do something on another blockchain you need to go on medium or f or facebook instagram promote it <laughs> and so on and uh, yeah it's um... <laughs> oh dude that's that's brilliant that you said that because that's like because you, you know you you come from the background of building businesses online so you know the the speech that you're told okay there's a brand new social media platform that's just launched we need to really focus there so what you got to do you got to go get your account Oh, by the way, you got to build a new network there because they're not the people in Facebook <laughs> yeah. and Instagram are not necessarily going to follow you here. So you got to build. So you're spending all this time to get into this new social media thing. Yeah. You can do it in Hive. Like if 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 a, if Threads, you know, Threads explodes, we've built our our businesses our, our following, excuse me, up on Threads because we've built the following up on Hive. If a new platform comes up, let's say the TikTok of Hive comes up, we don't need to go build our followings on the TikTok of Hive. We've already built it. It's exactly. great. Yeah. And you just make a post about it and all your followers see it and then you you can promote it easily. And, and we have everything when you think. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's difficult to know all there exists. You know, the other day I, I, I made a mission in Laiotes and I spoke about this, one of these new games, this uh, Golem Overlord, you know. Right, and right, I would yeah. say... Uh, 
sixty uh, percent didn't hadn't heard about it. But I make yeah. one post, and everybody knows about it. And it's so easy to to make information circulate. And uh, the, the 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 thing you need is good ideas, uh, some courage, uh, bring people together, and so on. Uh, um, I mean, uh, <laughs> from a uh, being a person who tried to sell uh, ebooks online uh, without success <laughs> and uh, uh, now i mean uh, we have this community and uh, we grow all together we help each other and so on and, and i think this is what is great that's also what sultan likes is like we try to help the others to grow at the same time they help us to grow and I, I, in a way it's a kind of uh, help help it's a a positive synergy, I think, that you find almost nowhere else. And uh, yeah. uh, that's why a lot of people stick on how, even if it's complicated, even if it's a lot of work, uh, a lot of people stay here and they, they have a, uh, a nice growth. And uh, I mean, I started in 2018. Uh, I was very happy when I got my first Steam there <laughs> as a post reward. <laughs> and uh, now I, I'm, I soon hopefully be Orca by the end of the year. So, uh, and uh, without investing uh, any fi fiat currency and so on. So it's yeah. possible. So it's really, um, it's worth the journey, I think. And um, uh, trying to Let motivate that... other people to do that is, is nice, I think. Mm. Let me ask, and I'll throw this out to the both of you, <clears throat> because I, I think we have two philosophies and, and maybe they, they blend, but when you talk about business, there, there's two ways to approach this. And, and one, way number one is what you just described, Jim, where you could take Hive and incorporate this into your business. And it's, it's like John was saying, you know, the old online adage, okay, go to ABC, new social media network and build a downline and all the, uh, build a, a following, blah, 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 and post on there. And of course, Facebook and make your YouTube videos and all that. And as John's talked about ad nauseum, Scratch all that, come to Hive, build your, your, your followers once, use the different apps here. You have Like It Too, you have 3Speak, you have Peak D, you have whatever, whatever you want to use, Leo Threads now. So you have a variety of different ways or, or a plethora of social media and marketing, and then you can get involved in CTPX. You can use listeners. There's a variety of marketing tools. So this is taking Hive and incorporating your business. So that's one part of the equation. But the other part of the equation is building businesses on Hive. Mm. And what do you think the future is of Hive? Is it businesses that utilize this, incorporate this in, or is it entrepreneurs who see this and say, you know what, I can build ABC business on Hive? Throw that I out to you. In my opinion, it's going to be a bit of the two. I think uh, you have some businesses that start to create uh, infrastructure on, on Hive and so on. And uh, uh, just an example, I mean, you have fee free transactions on Hive that are in three seconds, they go from one place to the other. I mean, uh, you have the possibility to create specific tokens. Imagine you are a hairdresser and instead of uh, of giving, uh, you want to make your customers uh, incentivize them to come to you. So, for example, they, they say each time they come to have their hair cut, you send them a token. Uh, 
over a Hive keychain from one phone to the other. Just need to read the QR code and uh, the token is sent. And then if they have 10 of these tokens, they can come to the hairdresser and get the free haircut. Or they can go on the markets, sell these tokens and uh, get another token from the car mechanic or whatever. And um, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, there are so many options that uh, nobody's aware of. And the, the thing that is necessary is that uh, the almost everybody is on Hive, you know. If once this is the case, I think uh, it's going to explode such business ideas, such uh, interaction synergies, because uh, we have, in my opinion, the best uh, account system, uh, because uh, mm -hmm. we have keys for different things. It's a bit complicated, but once you get the, the thing, uh, I mean, you don't have to enter the keys if you have keychain. It's just a password. But uh, it's so great. I mean, uh, I can go play games, I can watch videos, I can create posts, I can go uh, with the same account. Uh, and um, yeah, it's uh, when you when you do the same, for example, with the Web2 thing, you have to accept all the things that uh, this app does and so on. You have no idea what you are actually accepting. And mm. then it fires back. You, you, you log in with an account for, with Facebook and then uh, Facebook uh, kicks you out and then you lose this account as well. So, uh, I mean... Um, that's so much potential, and I think uh, it's Hive isn't uh, uh, well known enough yet to to reach the stage where uh, small businesses, big businesses, start to build real, uh, uh, how say, business models that are fitting the blockchain. I think. I I, I had an idea, and I I remember <laughs> this is going back in time. Um, I was actually approached by Steemit Inc when we were back on the old blockchain and I was actually going to head up one of their promotional departments or something. And we, we were in conversations back and forth. It never materialized, but one of the things I brought up to them, and I remember asking them this, would this be a business model? Now I know a lot of the, the rewards pool protectors might not be game for this, but the beauty of hive is that we can do a layer two thing, right? So the idea back then was on Steam. So it was it was layer one. That's all we had. But I always thought that a really brilliant way to do payroll for comp small companies would be through upvoting. Um, because you upvote someone's content, like someone that's working for you, whatever. Now, the purists will obviously hate this if it's on layer one. But layer two... Um, you get 50% of that back into your pocket. So it funds your ability to curate more stuff, which is an income generator, but you could basically rewards pe reward people from the, from the pool of the layer two or layer one, whatever. And it would basically allow you to pay to basically pay a staff while increasing your stake and I always thought that would be a really cool way to build small businesses. Obviously, if it was a corporation, you have 20,000 people on your payroll. That might not work for the rewards pool. But a small business that has three or four people, contractor or whatever, like I just thought that would be a brilliant way to do it. And it it's never really, I don't know if it's been talked about or if people have thought of doing something like that, but... Obviously not layer one because you know we we got to protect the rewards pool at all cost. Um, but layer two, you'd obviously have to bring value to that token, so it's actually worth something. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I, I think uh, yeah. the the problem 
in my opinion is that um, reward pool means content creation and uh, i think it's difficult to change this uh, equation at the moment right, right. I, and uh, also then there is quality content less quality content which is quite difficult to uh, to find a compromise i think but yeah on the second layer uh, yeah. in a way uh, why not but as you said you need to give a certain value to this token and uh, right, it's, it's not so easy <laughs> yeah well high value right so that's like the first thing but then just like yeah. you said what's quality and you know who's gonna downvote it if it's on layer one and then you get into all that but that's just an example like tass asked you know like how do we see this biz like businesses adopting more and more stuff that was just an idea i had you know four or five years ago or you know whenever well, was like john tuesday when we had uh uh tech on Mm -hmm. I mean, I was blown away when he said, well, we'll just we he's looking at paying for or incentivizing the node uh, operators on his smart chain network by interest out of HBD in savings right. by having people stake HBD to use the network to use the, the side chain. And I'm like, that's fucking genius. I mean, it was like when he told me that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah. blown away. I don't know why I never thought of it. All he did was just recreate the, the resource. I mean, he just took the resource credit idea and just moved it from Hive to, to HBD. But it never dawned on me till I, I heard it. And it was like, that's genius. And, you know, I've thought about HBD a lot. And I've talked about game developers or developers. You know, you get 50000 right. uh, You raise 50000 for development. You throw it in there. You'll make 5000 a year. That'll help pay some of your development costs. You know, you can use it for gaming. Ragnarok's talking about, you know, whatever comes in in entry fees. They'll use that as the base. And then the interest will be the prize pools. So there's a lot of different things you can do. And... All of this ties into, uh, again, getting just a number of people looking at this stuff because I look at this stuff every day. I look at HVD every day. I think about it, and here's vault coming with something that didn't, it didn't even dawn on me. I didn't connect the dots. Right. And so if we get 25,000 people, you know, building businesses and building different projects and throwing out ideas, all of a sudden, John's going to hear something say, I didn't even think of that, but that's genius. And I can incorporate that right now. And all of a sudden it just takes his project and skips it ahead four or five paces because it's just like, it just changed everything. And then of course, other people copy it because it's successful. Hey, the fact that you can actually, sometimes you are missing a part of the puzzle and somebody makes this puzzle part and uh, the synergies that are generated are quite amazing. I mean, for example, with Layotes, uh, we had this idea to sell miners, but we, the, the money that the proceeds from these uh, miners, we actually powered everything up. We powered 100% up. And now uh, the, we delegate this Hive power out to our own voter account that actually is uh, upvoting uh, uh, content. We do manual curation. And the income from this is then used to buy back the, the, the energy tokens and to burn them. So in a way, uh, the more, uh, uh, the more uh, we have on this fund, 
the more uh, we can actually burn tokens and the value of the tokens should go up over time. So it's a kind of back token and it's a bit the same system that Voltec was explaining with HPD. At the time, uh, HPD didn't have much interest rate. Uh, so we did it with, uh, with Hive and the thing is when it's backed with the Hive token, it, it, yeah, it's, uh, it has a, it's linked in value. So the, the probably you saw, you also have some uh, miners, uh, John, and, mm. uh, probably you sell your, uh, Len energy token regularly and they're always the same price. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's great because it's, it's always there. Um, you know, and, and maybe that, that's a, that's a great segue into what I was thinking of asking you, um, as well with, with your, you've got your miners, you've got your diesel pools, you've got the, the lend token itself. You've got all the stuff you're doing on threads. There's obviously a lot of stuff going on with you guys with, with your project. So let's, let's play crystal ball, uh, <laughs> six months to a year. What, what what's your game plan? Like I'm not going to say roadmap because that's such a crypto thing. What's yeah, actually, oh. actually, we we are not fan of roadmaps because uh, we. Dude, it's just like, this is my thing. It's right here. Right. Do things like that's yeah. my roadmap. Like you know, For and me, I get it. That keeps the investors happy and whatever, but. Well, what in a way, six months to a year? What do you what do you got on the on the agenda? Here? Yeah, for us, we try not to promote stuff as long as we are not sure that we can deliver. Because uh, yeah, the thing is, uh, people uh, buy the news and sell the the things or uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember exactly yeah, yeah. The, the saying. So for we have uh, some small uh, steps that we we go through. So first of all, we have planned to make a second diesel pool. Uh, because uh, we have like uh, 500 hive uh, locked in the the buy orders uh, for our token because we buy back all the tokens um, with the proceeds that we generate over uh, the, the delegations of uh, of our tokens, and um, so we realized that with the with the diesel pool we can actually uh, not only reduce. Uh, reduce the amount of money that is blocked it actually gets a return so we can uh, uh, get uh, these uh, little fees uh, the, for each transaction that actually allows the project to grow in general so it's in positive for for everybody and uh, there is always a market there's always a price and uh, uh, it doesn't depend on how many tokens we are uh, managing to to buy back because we also have this uh, voter the Liotes voter where mm -hmm. we uh, people can delegate hive power and we pay them in lend token at a fixed rate of 10.5 percent apr and we had this problem that uh, we didn't have any lend token anymore <laughs> So we were running out of tokens and we had to increase the price two, three times. And um, we said, yeah, this is not sustainable. <laughs> so if we have right. a, if we have a diesel pool, then, uh, well, the price will be more organic than if we uh, do it with a fixed uh, buy wall uh, for this token. This is, this is great. This is, I, dude, you're, I'm just asking you questions now. This is what the interview is. It's just me asking questions. <laughs> how to do go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Because again, you know, full disclaimer, you and I have, have worked together and, in, in, in projects in the past. And one of the things you always did is, yeah, eventually it became automated per se, but mm -hmm. you have created in the past buy walls, sell walls. You've basically created your own market makers. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that there's the service that Tribal Dex has and all that. What, what are the pros and cons of kind of doing it the way you've done it manually via 
like yeah, diesel for example, uh, for CTPSB, I uh, mm -hmm. set the new prices every every week, uh, every day. Sorry, uh, right. and uh, I have a theoretical value, and uh, I just keep the buy and sell orders uh, around this value, and then I make sure that there is enough uh, hive to buy back the tokens and so on. So it's a lot of uh, checklists <laughs> and uh, so for me the most important to try to stabilize the market is to have a big uh, order book on the buy side so that you always have enough uh, and it doesn't matter even if it's uh, down so it's better to have uh, 10,000 buy orders for 0.001 rather than to have 100 for uh, one hive because the 100 could be a and this gives a stability to the token and then uh, at the top of that I had this uh, uh, tribal decks uh, market maker mm -hmm. uh, that is not that cheap <laughs> uh, so you have to pay a lot of b tokens take a lot of b tokens but uh, it was doing a lot of work uh, for myself uh, just to uh, kind of uh, rebalance the, the order book because mm -hmm. um yeah I uh, Zoltan doesn't like this so much. He doesn't like to manipulate markets. I'm more, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm more. I don't say manipulate. I just want to give stability, and so that the people always have a, a counterparty to sell the tokens. But actually, uh, with diesel pools, it's much more organic. So mm -hmm. uh, I we try to go on the diesel pool to make sure that uh, there is always a, a possibility to sell tokens. But because you you saw probably as well on on Hive Engine, sometimes the the spreads between buy and sell order oh, are huge. Crazy. Yeah, it's huge. And, uh, yeah. and depending whether you buy it at sell price or you put the buy order, you make like 50% uh, difference. And uh, mm. that's not good for a token when there is a big spread like that because uh, there's nothing happening theoretically. Or, uh, mm. But it's, uh, yeah, I, I actually come from a banking background, so I was always at ease with numbers. So... <laughs> I, I was dealing with uh, options, warrants, uh, such kind of things, trying to understand how it works and so on. And uh, now I really enjoy doing uh, all this tokenomic stuff. And so <laughs> and, here, you and I, there, there you go. There's your, there's your, there's your green <laughs> candle talk. For your show. Yeah. No, that's not. He's not even actually talking green candles. He's actually talking mm -hmm. designing systems. That's exactly. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. designing monetary and economic and financial systems as opposed to. And, you know, just price go up. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and that's all part of it. That's another aspect where the cryptocurrency industry is just woefully underserved by people who have any clue how these things actually work outside of their ideological mindset that is stuck in the 1920s. And, uh, you know, it, it's. I guarantee you when the Goldman's and the JP Morgan's and the entities like that start to get into this stuff, they know what, what's on the back end. And then everybody will be screaming bloody murder how they come in and took over. And it's just like, well, that's because the garbage you people have been spewing for five years. That's not how it works. Yeah. You know, it's... The, the thing is, uh, there are some mechanisms that people fail to understand and... Uh, you have there's always demand and supply in a way and uh, it has to fit and you have to be able to give a value but um, the the thing is it's almost too easy to create tokens at the moment on hive engine it's uh, like 
30 bucks. I don't know how much you have to yeah, pay to 100 create B, whatever. 100 yeah, B is, something yeah. like that. So, yeah. and uh, we see a huge list of tokens, and they most of them just have the same trajectory. So they start high, and then they they collapse because uh, it's not so easy to give value to a token. And uh, yeah. Yeah, and we realized also that a lot of people think that we can collaborate and then they print tokens out of thin air and we they exchange them with our tokens and the thing is uh, we don't print any tokens because it's only the miners who can create them and um, if somebody proposes us to exchange printed tokens then we say no because <laughs> this uh, doesn't really uh, say that uh, it's something serious because uh, when you print tokens out of thin air it, in sooner or later it it won't work in my opinion but of course, it, this goes back to what we were saying before yeah. i mean what the idea of tokenizing a business presumes you know how to build a business or are building a business <laughs> you know if you're not if you're just throwing out a token there you don't have no business it, it's like where the hell's the business where's yeah. the revenue where's the business plan where's the model where, what are you doing what are you growing what why why do you even exist what problem were you solving? And that's that was the point I was trying to get at. It's like you said, any idiot can create a token. It costs 30 bucks these days. Okay, great. I, I, I create six tokens. What the hell does that do? What's the value? What purpose do they serve? Oh, I got this token. Buy it. Yeah. Why? Why would anybody buy it? Why would anybody want it? it it's just, you know, and that's where I, I use the phrase, these things are value capture. So whatever your project is, the token will capture the value. Well, you better build some value. And, you know, whether it's CTP, whether it's Leo Finance, whether it's Hive, whether it's 3Speak, whatever the project, they are trying to build value. Compare that with, you know, dozens of other tokens on Hive Engine, which you look at them. And if you try to figure out what the hell they do, it's like, well, what do they do? And I'm not talking the to fun tokens and the game tokens, you know, where people LOL and all that and beer and stuff. That That's cool. But I'm talking the stuff that people are serious about. And it's like, well, why are why is our token in the share? What do you do? Why should anybody buy it? Because it's your token? I mean, what was it? Why did you even need it? Mm. And I think we had a lot of that in the first few years of this industry and I think people are going to build the community first, build the project first, build the, the idea first, then you tokenize. I mean, you can do it simultaneously, but you have to have the idea of building your community, building your business. Yeah, in a way, uh, the thing is, uh, Hive is a great playground for trying out stuff, you know, <laughs> and uh, you look into these different projects and you, you see, oh, what's the point of that or oh this is a great idea and 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 you learn i i think so so far it was only the the national banks and uh, that had the the monopoly to create uh, currencies and now we can do it we can learn from that we can learn from these experiences uh, try to figure out how things work how markets work and so on and that's uh, i think really exciting and uh, uh, but not everything, as you said, has really a meaning. So uh, it's it's difficult to to uh, especially for people who are on Hive Engine, uh, which which token is good, which token is bad. Uh, uh, they shield this very well, so let's go there, let's buy this, and then they realize it's not good, so they try to sell it again. And uh, <laughs> there's so much FOMO and FUD. <laughs> 
And mm-hmm. uh, well, dude, I, it, <laughs> like you, you know, I mean, this is and there's a lot of online, you know, marketing people from CTP that are in Vim right now, and and you guys that are in Vim are just gonna laugh at this because you'll be like, this sounds so familiar, Tim. Get ready. In affiliate marketing, this was the business model: create a lot of hype for a project, mm-hmm. launch said project. Support it for about two weeks until it starts dipping. In a month, launch another project, get it all hyped. There was never sustainability for the project they did originally because the money was in the launch. The money was not because your your fees would go up, support, maintenance, development, and your onboarding would go down. So you had this. The only way to sustain it was to launch new things every day. And it's like this in tokens on on hive engine yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. Let, let's not worry about building the like the value capture as Tass says for that project let's just launch a new one and that was one of the things that we you know as as a company we were like okay we got ctp token okay got the index token okay we got the listeners token okay we should build another token no we shouldn't what we're going to do is we're going to focus on ctp because that's the it's a lot easier like you said 30 bucks gets you a token. And if it if it's not that exciting in a couple of months, 30 bucks gets you another token. And it's just this rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat instead of focusing on the value capture. I love that word, Tess. That's a fantastic <laughs> way of structuring it. And just focusing there and building that up because it's it's sustainable. Like Leotis is not something that's been around for a month. Why is it that it was this slow and steady and now it's like really, really getting a ton of attention? Because you guys focused. You added value to the token. You didn't say, oh, I got a great idea. Let's go launch Leotes 2.0. Like, no. It was, anyways, that's my rant. But you guys in Vim will laugh at that because you know the business model the market. Yeah, the thing is, uh, even the gurus were saying like, uh, okay, you have to plan your launch because you make 80% of your income on the launch. And yep. <laughs> yep. The rest yep. is like uh, not important and uh, everybody was doing the same. So you knew. Yeah. After yeah, don't worry about supporting that. Don't worry. Uh, don't worry about supporting it. We'll just launch something new. In <laughs> yeah, but I, I think uh, we are uh, with Zoltan, we really try to put the human side uh, in the project. You know, we, we are always mm-hmm. there. We are in front of the camera. We try to, to interact with people. We also try to support them. We try to interact with other projects, k- kind of uh, network and so on, because we yeah. believe in what we are doing. And uh, the, we like where we have gotten in, in a bit more than two years. We, we launched the same day than Cub Defi. Yeah, uh, so yeah, we I were a bit that. hidden, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we managed to, to get some. So our launch was not so uh, fantastic. <laughs> it was a bit shadowed. <laughs> because yeah, but it did good. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I remember because Cub DeFi was, everyone was talking Cub Finance, uh-huh. Cub Finance. And it was like Leotes launched the same exact day. Yeah, actually, was, they, was... they planned to do it a week earlier and then they postponed and uh, then it was right. the same. <laughs> but you guys i remember that first day you guys were like the number two or three token on on volume for that so it was it 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 launched man i mean you know it was good so dude (laughs) it's it's awesome to have you man and um hopefully uh oh you're getting a badge too just so you know you you, you get a high blood badge (laughs) for being you know you know for being a guest of the show but um well, Hopefully next time we'll, yeah. we'll we'll try to we'll try to get Zoltan on, man. We got to find yeah. him, you know. Yeah, and yeah. he's 
he's on a walk probably. That's usually <laughs> <laughs> he's he's walking. So you know he likes to make his videos on the walk. Yeah. 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 It'd yeah. be cool to be both of us here next time. Yeah. Cool, man. Dude, okay. thanks um, a lot for having me you. and uh, have a nice time. Bye yeah, bye. for sure. So just people know it's uh, LEM. LEN is the is the the token on um, on Hive Engine. Uh, and you can check out everything that uh, Chim's doing with Zoltan with the Leotis project. Just go to just go to Leo Threads and just click on the <laughs> Leotis tag because it's always up there. So <laughs> there you go. one way to find the information. <laughs> go to Leo Threads, dude. Appreciate you, man. And uh, thanks. Yeah, we'll have you back for sure. <laughs> bye, bye. Ciao, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week. 